Have you ever seen those wavy balloon guys on the side of the road? They're waving and they're distracting and they're all over the place. That's what you're doing with your voice when you aren't working from the inside out. I don't want you to be the wavy balloon guy anymore. I want you to be grounded in such a way that we can't stop listening to the power of your message. That's what I'm talking about today on the podcast. Where are you working from? I think you're going to like this episode and I don't want you to miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome to the show. So glad to have you with me today, as always. And I've got a great episode for you today. Today, I'm going to be talking about where are you working from? Now, this does not mean are you working from the office or from the house or from the coffee shop? No, this is where are you working from when you use your voice? And this is a real foundational piece that you've possibly heard me talk about in other episodes, but this whole episode is dedicated to it, to this topic. So two things. One, Voice experience, the voice experience, one-time training is coming up March 3rd. I don't want you to miss this. This is critical for your next level of success. We want to get you using your voice in such a way that you create the experience you want your listener to have when they hear your voice. It's about playing all the instruments of your vocal orchestra and revealing the sounds of your soul. Go to CaptivateTheRoom.com forward slash experience. I don't want you to miss it. Second thing, I know some of you heard the episode last week with Mary Grace Gardner, and there was an audio glitch around the 235 mark. I apologize for that. We caught it and adjusted it. But I wanted to let you know that I was aware of it and thank you for your patience with me. When things like that happen, I really, really appreciate your patience. And that, you know what? That's an experience too. When you run a business, you might be stunned at the emails. I don't know if you run a business. If you run a business, if you're an entrepreneur, you probably know this that you'll get these emails. I will get hate email, not all the time, but I get it. And it it is so valuable to have a tribe of people that listen to you that are patient, that are empathetic, that are communicating with you in such a way that is really effective. All right, I'll get off that soapbox. I want to dive into where are you working from? And this is... I want you to think about this like inside or outside. I want you to think about this as grounded or ungrounded. 
When you're grounded, let me give you an example of what this would be like. This is like when you're in a zone. If you're teaching or you're talking to somebody or you're doing a video or a podcast or an interview and you are in your zone, you know what I'm talking about? Okay. That is being grounded in the message. And that's ultimately what I want to break down because when you are not there, you are not grounded in the right place, i.e., you are not working from the right place. Now, I know a lot of times people will say to me, you know, I don't remember what I said. And anybody that's ever worked with me, they know they'll they'll say, oh, will you say that again? And I'll say, I have no idea what I just said. Or they'll say, what about something and something? They'll ask a question or make a reference. And I will literally have to say to the group, what are they talking about? What did I say? And that is okay if you don't remember what you say. It means you are so grounded in your message. You are literally like a channel of information is flowing through you. This is where the concept of trust that you have the words is coming from. Yes, I I write an outline. I have an outline in front of me right now. I haven't even looked at it yet. I am connected to my message. I am grounded. I am working from the right place. And I know I'm going to have the words. And I know if I don't, I'm not going to worry about it because I do, because everything is always working out. If you don't say the one thing, the way I always look at it is you weren't supposed to say the one thing, or you can always circle back. And I've done that a million times. I come back in the next episode and say, you know what I forgot to tell you all last week, or I'll do it with my group. You know what I forgot to say? I meant to mention that is okay. Now I'm going off a whole side tangent on this, having the words and don't worry about it if you forget something. And that's somewhat in this bucket of where are you working from? Sort of. Okay. If any of you have kids they may have one of those stackable ring things, or maybe you have nieces and nephews or you're a teacher, whatever. You've seen those stackable ring things. It's a stick and you stack the rings on it. That to me is the analogy I use for mind, body, voice being connected. And your mind, your body, and your voice need to be connected for you to be grounded and working from inside. So. We've got inside work and we've got working from the inside and working from the outside. And I always use the example of the wavy balloon guy on the side of the road. I know you've heard me talk about that. Have you ever seen those wavy balloon guys on the side of the road, like at the car dealership or tax time or whatever it is? The wavy balloon guy is kind of all over the place. He's waving all over the place. You probably couldn't catch him if you wanted to. Even though he is stationary, he is on the ground, he is plugged into electricity, but he's waving all over the place. So that is my example of not working from the right place. You're working from something out there. You're the wavy balloon guy. Now, what causes you to be the wavy balloon guy? Well, foundation element one, pillar one, psychology of the voice. 
This is what we break down in the group program. This is what I break down in my coaching. Are you working from the past? Remember that time. There was that time. I remember the last time. They said I wasn't any good. They didn't listen to me. They passed. Are you working from the future? They don't like me. I don't think they think I know what I'm talking about. I wonder what they're thinking. I wonder if they like me. I wonder if they think I know what I'm talking about. They're judging me. I have to get this right. I bet I'm not getting this right. I don't know what I'm going to do if I don't get this right. Future. Future is generally around judgment. Getting the words right. I have to get these words right. I've got to literally get up in my head to think about these words because I don't want to say the wrong thing. Thinking about the words or trying to get the words right, all of that puts you in your head, past, future, words, getting things right, what we're thinking, judgment, all of it is in your head. That's wavy balloon guy. You're not grounded. You're not grounded in your body. You're not grounded in your message. Your message is in your heart. Your voice is the orchestra of your heart. Your heart is in your body. When you are up in your head doing all these things, you're a wavy balloon guy. And I can't grab a hold of you. And how am I going to listen and connect and get the message when you are not grounded? If you're not grounded in something, I can't get grounded in you. And I hope this makes sense because some of these words are a little out there. You might think of grounded as when you were younger and you got in trouble. No, you're grounded in your body. You are right here with me. You are in the now. You are not being wavy balloon guy. Masks can turn you into wavy balloon guy because you're not grounded in the trust that you are safe, that you know the words, that we want to hear what you have to say. And you're putting up a mask that keeps us from getting connected with you. It keeps you from being grounded in what it is you really need to say, keeps you from being grounded in a full buy-in. If you're people-pleasing, okay, so I'm talking to you right now, like I've always talked to you, but if I become a people-pleaser, I might neutralize everything because I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to upset anybody. I don't want any more hate mail. I don't want you to think I'm an idiot. I don't want you to think I can't stand that woman. I don't. Okay. See, I can only do it for so long or maybe I need to justify. I've been seeing a lot of justification mask lately. I'm actually, I may do an episode on that. I don't know if I've done one on that before, but I'm being wavy balloon guy. If I tell you, oh, well, you know, I was actually doing that. I was thinking about that. I was Well, the reason I did that and the reason I have to do it that way is because of ABC and I'm going to justify because I have to. Rather than you can think whatever you want to think, you can think that, but I'm grounded in this message. I am bought into this message. I am working from the best version of me, which means I'm expressing my soul with the full orchestra. Of my heart. It doesn't mean you know any more details about my life because you really don't. 
but it means you hear who I am and how I feel. Other masks that will turn you into wavy balloon guy, needing to prove desperation, arrogance. If you're trying to control the outcome, you're wavy balloon guy. You're already down there. You're in the end. You're over there trying to make me like you or trying to make me not like you or trying to prove, you know, whatever. No, wavy balloon guy. Getting it perfect. I'm going to get it perfect. And I know I'm doing it perfectly because I know. I am wavy balloon guy. Are you starting to get what I'm doing here? I'm either grounded in my body in the message, trusting that I have the words, releasing the outcome or not. If I'm thinking about, well, I wonder if they're going to buy or are they going to buy in? Are they going to buy what I have to sell? Or do they think I, you know, no. Wavy balloon guy, trusting that you're doing what you need to do you're saying what you need to say, you're bought in. And you've heard me say this before, you have to be vocally bought in in order for me to be vocally bought in. For me to buy into what you're selling or saying or doing, you have to be bought in. I am bought in. I am now not bought in. You can maybe believe me or maybe not. Which means there's an owning. There is an owning. There is a trusting. There is a believing and working from the message and knowing I have the words. I've looked at my notes now like twice and I've had plenty of words and I believe that I have the words you need to hear, which is a part of it. I believe I have the words you, I, you know, I've done the work. Sure. I've done this a long time, but even if I hadn't, I would be bought in and I would be trusting that I had the words because I would be bought into what I believe to be true based on what I have seen thus far in my life and career. And it was that very action that changed the trajectory of my business. You, I don't know how long you've been around here, but I did tell the story once about leaving the business. And, and the reason I left was because I was teaching typical technique. I had the opportunity to work under the greatest voice masters of our time. And they were phenomenal. And every one of them was a straight, clear-cut technique. And to teach to, to really teach what they taught, you had to be what I called a purist. So the Lessac methodology is an example. I love, love, love Arthur Lessac. I believe he was the greatest voice master of our time. He's not the most well-known. He's not the most popular. He is the one that helped me to understand my work was far different and greater than technique because of the way that I can hear, because I can hear the final layer, because I use the layer of your heart that I hear your real voice as the North Star of where we're heading, where we're going. I hear that. It is literally like I'm following a GPS when I work with people and I unlayer, 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 because I know where we're going. So I'm going off on a little side tangent here, but I have a point 
So Arthur Lessack, phenomenal. Every voice instructor I got to work with, phenomenal. But I could not get in alignment. I struggled to get in alignment with their pure methodology. I taught it and it nearly drove me crazy. So I left the industry and I've started refinishing furniture. I won't tell the whole story right now, but one day while I was, you know, I didn't answer the phone, phones ringing, people wanting to work with me. I wouldn't do it. And one day I, I heard God say to me, what are you doing? What are you doing? I didn't put you down there with that gift to hear the way you hear, to have had the experiences to do the work you were put there to do. I didn't give you that gift for you to refinish furniture. What are you doing? And in that moment, I knew I had to come back and do this work, but do it the way I heard it, the way I saw it. That is when psychology of the voice was created. That is when I started saying to people what I heard, the layers, the North Star, every piece of it. But I was bought in. And that's the point of that story. I bought in. I was way younger than I am now. I've got another 20 years or so under my belt of literally teaching like I teach now, 20 plus years. So it was a long time ago when this happened. But I bought in. In that moment, I bought in to, okay, this is what I hear. And that's when I really started researching it. That's when I really started testing it. That's when I really started to understand what I could hear and how I could hear and the North Star of the heart that I could hear. And y'all have heard me tell the story about the boy that I could tell him his whole backstory. And then I spent 10 years researching how sounds are processed in the subconscious of the listener. But really, it was about buy-in. I bought in. Well, they're going to think I'm crazy. Maybe which is why I never bought in to begin with. I thought people are going to think I'm out of my mind and I bought in. So you have to buy in. If you're going to be grounded in the now and not the wavy balloon guy, you got to be bought in. My coach talks about me needing to be the tree that stands solid firmly in the ground, roots deep in the ground while the whole world is spinning around me. People justifying and people convincing and people wavy balloon guys everywhere I turn and I'm standing in the storm of wavy balloon guys. That's one of my own lessons. But it's a powerful, valuable one because it is what being grounded, in my opinion, is all about. I remember when I went to I had I had to audition to teach at one of the conservatories I taught at in New York. And I remember, and these words came out of my mouth in the moment. And I was like, what am I even talking about? I can't even believe I'm saying this. I believed it. I was bought in. I was talking about this being grounded in the ground in order for your voice to work. I hadn't sorted it all out in my mind yet, but I knew what I was talking about. You don't have to have it all figured out. It can be a seedling of a concept that maybe over time is formulated into something else like psychology of the voice was, but it's about trust. It's about firmly being grounded in that trust and in that message and believing 
you know what you're talking about, not being all out there, all out there, trying to get all out there. What am I saying? What are you thinking? What are you doing? All that. No, you have no power when you are working from out there. When you are working from in here, and I don't even know what we're going to call this. We're going to call it grounded in the message, buy-in, being the tree. You can call it whatever you want to call it. But when you are work tentacles in, when you are working from inside, that is when you stand in power. You must be in the now. Your voice cannot work when you are working from out there. You cannot command the space. You cannot create an experience. That's actual data attract. When you are working from out there, you will flatline. You cannot utilize your voice in the way that it was meant to be utilized. You cannot command the space. You cannot stand in confidence or power. You cannot captivate the room. Only when you work from inside. Do you have the power to draw people in? Only when you work from the owning, the message, the buy-in, the internal trust, the knowing, the being grounded within yourself and being connected to that grounding in self internally, that message, those words being there and letting that flow out of you Only then are you really going to be able to maximize your voice and captivate the room the way you long to do. Only then will you stand in the inner freedom, which is confidence. Only then will you have the connection that you want. Only then will you compel and captivate because only then will you reveal your heart. And that's what we're after. I want to know who you are. Every shade and every shade within the shades of who you are. So I need you to start working from not out there. No more wavy balloon guy. You got to work from in here. Okay, that's it. I'm going to wrap it up. I hope you've found value in this message. Make sure you get signed up for the voice experience, March 3rd, CaptivateTheRoom.com forward slash experience. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab the voice formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. 